scripture. Romans the chapter number 8 from the verse 31 to the verse 39. Let me establish certain basic points. And all of you are welcome. Those of you watching me on social media, Facebook, YouTube, you are welcome to these teachings. This is Raymond Washi Center Mountain Teaching Service on victory. The whole month of November is declared the month of victory. 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 Now, I'd like us to read this text carefully. Please follow your spirit, man, and read this text carefully. It's the basis on which I'm going to give you. It is for us who can be against us. Paul, in the 31, establishes a fundamental principle. And the principle is this. As soon as the believer is born again, the believer is aligned to God. Come and say, I am aligned to God. Now that principle, don't forget it. Getting born again simply means you are aligned to God. That's why he's just starting from there. What shall we say then? That if God is for us, to be born again is to be aligned with God. The Bible said that we're separated from God. And so when you are born again, you are aligned. And then he establishes a fundamental principle that that, that alignment with God automatically provides advantage. Hello, come and say it provides advantage. One more time, say it, say it, say it, say it. If the Lord be for us, who can be against us? So you begin your Christian life and journey from a position of advantage. And I have repeated in this house over and over that listen, ladies and gentlemen, no redemption ends in misery. And I'll keep on repeating this for you. No redemption ends in misery. That God doesn't redeem you to mess up your life. Hello? That is not scripture. There is no redemption that ends in misery. And so Paul tells us that as soon as you are born again and aligned to God, you are beginning your Christian journey from a position of advantage. You have an upper hand. You are at a place that is better than the one who is not born again. You are beginning your life from a certain exalted pedestal. You are at a proper place to begin a journey in God. That there is no contention about it. The scripture is plain. If the Lord be for us, who can be against us? Let's go on. 32, watch carefully. Then it says, he who did not spare his own son. And one day, I'm going to preach a full message on this text here. The 32. Ha, he who did not spare his own son. Listen carefully to that, that text. He did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely 
give us all things. But let me just break this one also. This text tells us two things. Number one, that God gave his best to us. God did not give us a second class gift. The first part of he did not spare his son means that it is not easy for God to make a decision to kill the son. That God could have could have used anybody at all. And I've, I've just said this over and over here some time ago when I was preaching. That listen, listen gentlemen. Couldn't God use any human being? Now think about it. We have all the patriarchs. We hear about Abraham. We hear about Moses. We hear about Elijah. In fact, we hear about a man who can call fire from heaven. We were told that Enoch walked with God and he was Lord. The man did not see death. Elijah did not see death after all Jesus died. So, couldn't God use any other person? But, the gift of God, which is eternal life, can never be mediated by human beings. No human being can stand between us and God and mediate the fury, the anger of God against human sin. No human being. Only one. The man Jesus. The man Jesus. And the Bible said that God did not spare. In other words, from the, from the economy of God, he was ready to give us the best to fix our bankruptcies, to fix our brokenness, to fix our sinful nature. To fix what the devil took away from us. To fix humanity completely in the realm of God. To fix and bring us into the level where he anticipated and designed for us. And God went to the tool house and chose the best tool. Now watch the second part of this text. I want to illustrate. This is an iPhone. This is Huawei. When you even say Huawei, look at it, it will suffer. <laughs> iPhone. This is an iPhone. Huawei. Now watch this. If I call my son and say, I'm giving you the iPhone. Take it. And then he takes it. And then one day he sees me holding a Huawei. And he is thinking that, oh, daddy doesn't want to give me his Huawei. I give him. I give him an iPhone. Even if an iPhone is not expensive as this, it has a brand. I gave him the best brand. So if I gave him the best brand, why is he worried about second-hand brand? Now, are you guys what I'm talking about? I gave him the best. The best that God gave you and I is the Son of God. That is the greatest gift 
ever given to humanity. And he says, if God did not spare his son, did not block us from receiving the best, which is his son, then he said, how much more? You are, if God gave you Jesus, why are you worried about clothing? Why are you worried about food? Worried about job? Worried about your health? If God gave you his son, he said, how shall he not with him? And he said, freely, freely, give us all things. And listen, all things means, oh, come and preach with me. I say, all things means, things. I, hear, I say, all things means, all things. So if the Lord gave you the best, yes, sir. why are you worried about a second class yes, item? Yes. Think about it. So, but one day I'll preach about this message. Let me stay here. But just to tell you the position from where you are coming from. Today I was with my son and I was telling him so many things. I said, Kobe, look, this Christian faith, it comes with so many things. I was teaching him so many things a week as we were driving. You, you need to appreciate where you are coming from and appreciate that you are, you are operating at a position of advantage. And you will see some things. Let's go to verse, verse 33. Verse 33. Then Paul went and said, who shall bring a charge against God's elect? In other words, who can condemn us? In other words, who can stampede us? In other words, who can stand against us? Then he said, it is God who justifies. When the Lord just now, justification simply means that I deserve, I deserve to die. I deserve to be condemned. I deserve to be killed. I deserve the wrath of God. But somebody came in between me and God and he said, the penalty for this guy, I have taken it. And once he took the penalty, the condemner, the God who to condemn me, doesn't see me as somebody who deserves condemnation. He sees me through the spectacle of the intervener. So he doesn't see me as Somebody worthy of condemnation, he sees me as innocent. He sees me as innocent. Now, just to tell you where you're going to be seeing this victory coming from. So he said, who, who, can, who can condemn you? Who condemns you? God justifies. Your father can justify you. No judge can justify you. He said, it is God who justifies. Now look at 34. Look at 34. He said, who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died. And furthermore, is also risen. Who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Come on, say intercession. Intercession. Oh, come on, say intercession. Intercession. There is a mediatorial there is an intervening action between God and man which is done by a man called Christ. Interceding for you and I. And you know, sometimes when I look at my life and the things that I've gone through in life and some of the things I keep going through in life, I know that it is only intercession that will bring me where I am. 
I know people pray for me. But for all of us, there is one genuine intercessor. How many of you have come to a place where somebody said, can you bear me up in prayer? And you yourself say, <laughs> what, what, what I'm going through is not even easy for me. And somebody is asking, can you pray for me? Or how many of you have come to a place where somebody says, pray for me? But would you feel? And the person, please, did you pray for me? Say, oh, oh, actually, yeah, yeah, what's the issue? Would you feel? You've forgotten what the person has said, oh, remind me, oh, no, me, can say, oh, yeah, yeah, Father, in the name of the, oh, yeah, yeah, would you feel? But the Bible says that there is somebody who is making incessant, unbreakable, unstoppable intercession for us every day between God and man, Christ Jesus. Now, look at where we are coming from. I'm taking you all the way to verse 39. But look at verse 35. He said, who shall separate us? From the love of Christ. And then I'm going to show you what Paul began listing as potential challenges, potential difficulties, potential separators, things that will stand between you and God. What can block you from accessing the realms of victory as a believer? Paul began to say, let me list by chance some people can be separated from God or Christ because of this. But let me list them. Then he said, he say, shall tribulation. Tribulation is a high form of distress. Shall tribulation. Shall any distress, any challenge, any difficulty. He said persecution. He said famine. He said nakedness. He said peril. He said or so on. He's, 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 still, he's still thinking about what is the thing? Now, follow me on this. Let me see something. Let's go to 36. He's continuing. He says, as it is written, for your sake, we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Let's go. Yet, in all these things, we We are not equal to conquerors. We are not under conquerors. The Bible is definite. We are more than conquerors. Praise the Lord. But you see, the conquest, this phrase means we are victors. Amen. We are victorious. Amen. That's what it means. Amen. But the context of these things gives us the basis of this victory. We are more, you see, I ended at we are more than conquerors. I didn't finish the last praise. And it's for a reason. Come and say we are more than conquerors. We are more than conquerors. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. We are more than conquerors. Say it as if you are prophesying. Say it again. We are more than conquerors. <laughs> yes, sir. Then he said, through our money, Through our network. Through. But I'm showing you the supreme thing. 
We are more than conquerors through our parents, through our lineage, no, our inheritance, no, where we come from. Mercy. The way you have laughed, <laughs> I, I understand. <laughs> That's why you laughed. We are more than conquerors. Our victory is mediated by a person, not just circumstances. We are more than conquerors through him. Come on, say him. Him. I can't hear. Come on, say him. Him. Uh, Come on, say him. Him. What makes you victorious? The base. The base of your victory is through Christ. Hallelujah. And I'll show you why. Come on, say through Christ. Through Christ. Come on, say through Christ. Through Christ. We are more than conquerors through him. Who hates us? Who judges us? No. Who accuses us? No. Who pursues us? No. Who? 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 Loved us. Who? Loved us. I like to look at the next two verses. Let's go. Look at it. The Paul said, haven't listed all these things. I have a conviction. My conviction is that now Paul is categorizing the issues. First, he listed some of them. Child tribulation, persecution, famine, blah, blah, blah. Then he said, you know what? Ladies and gentlemen, I am persuaded I am convinced beyond every reasonable doubt that neither death. And I'm telling you that this categorization is so powerful because of the highest form of corruption in nature is death. Is death. The last enemy God will destroy is death. The, the thing that God one man about was death. When you eat this, you shall surely die. Man's academy. Paul said the kind of position you find yourself as a believer to be victorious in life, not even death can stop you. I am persuaded that you cannot be separated. You are welded. You are, you, are, you are so connected to the source of victory that it is so difficult to separate you. You are, you are deeply connected, deeply yoked with Christ. That's what I'm saying. What shall separate me? What, what shall divide me and Christ? Listen, once you are born again in him, nothing should divide you and Christ. Then he said, death cannot. Life. (laughs) Life means everything in life. I don't have a job. My marriage is delaying. I am sick. Come on, say life. Life. Come on, say life. Life. Come on, say life. Life. Then he said, angels. Nothing is serious. Even angels cannot separate. So, when people say that, You will see what he, angels cannot separate you. He says, even principalities and powers 
cannot separate you. I don't know whether you understand. The force with which Paul is saying what he's saying. He said, things in the present and things in the future. Things in the present and things to come. So Paul says, as you sit here, you are actually victorious over future challenges. Hallelujah. I don't know whether you understand. Lift up your hand again. One minute, pray. 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 Somebody pray. Randira Kol, Abrande Kaleatara, Ayabana Badaba Swa, Ayabadada, Ayabadada, Eganabadaba, so manehe, so manehe, so manehe, so manehe, so manehe, Kayabadabadaba, Rado, 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 Epayala, Epinanona, 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 Epinamanera, Redadian Kola, Ayabandwa Prada, Ayabana Brakola, Ayabadabanama. Watch me. Watch this. I want to illustrate something. There is a jewel in this bowl. I am asking two people to come for it. I'm asking Odikro, who is wearing yellow at the back. And then I'm asking Dr. Adonu, who is dead here. Which of this is at a disadvantage or at advantage? I'm asking Odiko from the back. There's a jewel. And I'm telling Odiko and then Dr. Runu that the one who will be first will get it. Who is at a disadvantage and who is at advantage of position? The one on the back is what? Why? Because he's far away. That is what it means to be a believer. If you are a believer, you are closer to the actions, you are closer to the glory, you are closer to the honor. You are beginning at the place of advantage. 
that is a revelation. Yes, sir. You are beginning from a place of what? Advantage. Advantage. Two people are to take this light. There's a gold in it. One is standing on a ladder. Mercy. His hands are close to it. Mercy. The other is now coming about to climb. Mercy. When you become born again, you are positioned at the place of advantage. So he says, I am persuaded, convinced that not neither death, nor life, Maku Abalahata, no angels, no principalities, no powers, no things present. I remember when I was at 10, 17 years, I just got up one morning after my morning devotion. I was so harsh because I read this text. That no things in the no principle, no power. I went to school and one of my friends, Azilavi, he said, You, and I will tell you that I come from a place of power. I will, I will, you can't walk again. You can't walk again. I look at the guy. I said, Place the thing that I will stamp on it. And when you stamp your feet on it, you will go. You will go down. That, I read this text. And I understood. No power, no principality, my God, no agent, my God, ah, no things in the present. Listen, it is in this text that every believer's present and future is secured in Christ. Hallelujah. Your present and your future life, they are secured in Christ. A man of God. I don't know what the future holds. You don't know. The people are saying that we are entering into very volatile seasons in human history around the globe. That there will be challenges, there will be wars, there will be troubles, there will be problems, there will be difficulties, there will be viral infections, there will be attacks, there will be all kinds of things. John 1633, in this world you shall have many tribulations, but be of good cheer. Behold, I have overcome the world. And so I know that these things are likely to come. I understand. But I am secure by the word that no things in the present, not in the future. So if you stand and sit here tonight, I decree by the mandate of the word that your future in Jesus is secured and your future in Christ is secured. You are beginning from a place of advantage. Shout yes! Yes! There is a place of advantage. Yes, sir. But watch carefully. Go to 39 for me. 39. Look at it. Look at it. 39. 39. <laughs> Where in which you can discern and remain there unproductive. See that particular, this is about height and death. Yes, Simply means that even if you left a place of glory and you fell so low in the kingdom, there is nothing like having fallen so low oh, and beyond redemption. Ah. Paul says that you can fall so low, ah. but the hand of redemption is today. Ah, it can take you up. No height, no depth, <laughs> no any created thing. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you work at a place. Man of God, I'm praying for my promotion. It's not coming. Why are you worried? A created thing. A creator, human institution. Why are you worried? Now God can shake systems. Hallelujah. And today and I'll show you things. Hallelujah. Come and say, God can shake systems. God can shake systems. And create revelation. That the believer's life 
Start from a place of advantage. Come on, say a place of advantage. A place of advantage. And it begins from a person. And the person is Jesus Christ. Tell a friend, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Repeat that name to him or her. Jesus Christ. Don't say it as if you don't know him. Say it with all the boldness. Jesus Christ. You see, at the mention of that name, that is why when we are mentioning Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. At the mention of that name. Yes, sir. Look, look at 1 Corinthians 15, 53. 1 Corinthians 15, 53. 1 Corinthians 15, 53. Oh, 15, 57, sorry. 15.57 I like all of you to read. Let's go. One, two, go. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. He gives it through your boss. Our Lord Jesus Christ. Through your mother. Our Lord Jesus Christ. Through your education. Our Lord Jesus Christ. Through your friends. Our Lord Jesus Christ. Through your network. Our Lord Jesus Christ. Through your money. Our Lord Jesus Christ. Through your background. Our Lord Jesus Christ. Your tribal linkage. Your association. Our Lord Jesus Christ. So victory, ability to mediate victory is through a person. Come on, say a person. A person. But thanks be to God. Who gives us victory? <laughs> Lift up your hands. One more prayer. I 
Failures. No. Oh, are you sure? Yeah. Okay, let's start again. You are of God. Of the devil. No. Of your father. No. Of your mother. No. What does First John 1, 11, 12, 13 says? He came for his and he said they were not born of their father or of the will of man 
or by the will of any, any human being, but they were born by the will of God. So he says, you are of you originate. That, that me, you originate from God. You come from God. If somebody asks you, you are of who? In other words, where do you come from? Where do you come from? I say, I'm of God. I mean, just came out of my I knew the person was asking me in the tribe. I said, oh, I am of God. This text also in my mind. God will say, I am, I am of God. And then he said, If you are of God, what has happened? What has happened? What has happened? Oh, somebody talk to me. What has happened? Are you sure? Are you sure? Yes. Okay, continue. Continue. Who is as in you is okay. greater than he who is in the world. Oh. Is that true? Yeah. Is that what it means? Yeah. It says what? Because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Now see two things in this text. That your origin determines your destiny. The origin. Where is your origin? I am of God. Where is my destiny I have overcome? Your origin determines your destiny. Where are you originating from? I am a crow. All right. Go to crow. I am a grand. Okay, go to grand. I am, I am from Fanti. Okay, go there. I am of Asante. Okay, go there. You are of God. Let your children and you have overcome. I establish my dominance over the affairs of life. In the name of Jesus I establish my victory over the affairs of life. In the name of Jesus, I establish my victory over the affairs of life because I know my origin. If my origin determines my destiny, then tonight I decree in the name of he that died, led in the grave, broke the bounds and the chains of death, and came alive on the third day. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, yes. I decree yes, that my origin, no, 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 where no. I am coming Rego from, that they shall stop me when I come from the west, that they shall stop me from the east, that they shall stop me from the north, that they shall stop me from the south, that they shall stop me. You are a God, little children, and you have overcome. Origin determines your destiny. Where do you originate from? Your origin. And then he doesn't end there. He gives us the reason. He says, your origin is not enough. But your origin provides opportunity for divine residence. If you come from God, something is residing in you. You come from God. Yes, sir. Are you sure? Yes, sir. Are you sure? Yes, sir. And are you of God? So there's something inside of you. Hallelujah. This is where I understood that message that every believer is an agent and a career. You know, those days, I don't know, some of you, the 80s and 70s, there were so many, you know, things and apprehensions about demonic agents in those days. Where somebody will say, Shall you or an agent? Or an agent? I sense the woman's an agent. Hey! 
They say, Mama, our tests have come from under the sea. So many things, agent. Mercy. You go to the market, they say, agent are selling tuna for you, and nam, 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 agent. Mami, okay. It was a very common thing. Mercy. But one day when I was reading the scripture, and the Bible said that there is somebody sitting inside of me. Hallelujah. And I was wondering that if human beings can become agentic and agents of evil, that human beings can also become agents of righteousness. And it says, there is somebody seated inside of me. And so listen, listen, gentlemen. When you wake up in the morning and you are going on your business, you are a career of a divine force. There is something inside of you. As you begin to take your steps, and sometimes you, 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 you get up and you are screaming. Hey, like my wife on the kids, hey, Kwabi, hey, then I for me. Something is inside of you. He says, The reason why you have overcome is that he who is in you. And this is the third revelation in the scripture. That you are not only a container of a divine residential person, but also you are a container of the superlative force. It's the greater, not the great. No, it is a higher form. You are a container of something bigger than the ordinary. And so... What does it mean greater? You know, we used to sing this song. Some of you, you sing more than so, so you don't know these songs. But sing with me. If we send your timimo, so sing your own we are sing. Miss Rope, Miss Rope, Miss Rope, Miss
Suddenly she heard the voice of the Lord telling her, that's, that's a demon. And my sister is a type very, very confident in her faith. Very confident. And so, when I say demon, demon, I'm afraid of you. 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 I'm a very funny woman, you know. Oh, I miss her. She passed on to glory about three years ago or four years ago. And oh, I miss her so much. Then she, she thought that the person was walking to her. And suddenly, I mean, she said she told herself that, oh, I didn't want to take it to Kai. Then when you didn't call Kwanier, ask for this demon. Oh, a demon, a child, a child is a demon. Oh, not one there. So, she went towards a demon. Can you imagine? She, she went back, 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 back. Then the demon shot up a man. I say, I don't care. Yes, the demon. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. I say, I don't care. You can grow like a tree. Me who know we have a friend. I have a friend. I have a come out. She came to church and was testifying. He said, Nothing will stop me from making what the Timmy Tomatoes or to me stop me. I'm a friend, demon. Oh, yeah, I'm a friend. Oh, yeah, I'm a friend. Oh, yeah. Now, what it? She went to the farm, plucked the tomatoes, carried basket, brought it home, sold it, came to church, paid her tithe, and said, I want to pay my tithe, and demons were stopping me. But I told myself, As for a baby demon, I can deal. Deal with huh? you are of God. Come and say you are of God. Little children and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Let me work on the last text for the foundation. Let's go to John 1 John 5 5. 1 John 5 5. Now let us all read. Is posing a question to us. Number one, let's go. Who is he who overcomes the world? The man who has connections. No. Is that what he says? No. Okay, go ahead. But he who believes that Jesus, Jesus is the Son of God. Eh? Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh, is that it? Let's go to verse six. This is he who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not only by water, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit who bears witness, because the Spirit is truth. So you see, I'm just laying the foundation that victory minus Jesus is a sham. We'll be going deeply tomorrow into certain principles. But the foundation is very important. Any gospel that preaches about victory minus the Son of God is a social gospel. It's motivational speaking. But I want to lay the foundation properly that your victory rests on Christ. Put your hands together for him. 
So you see something. Let's go. Okay. Shall we read one? Go. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Relax. Relax. Whatever. This is your default position. If anybody sitting here say, I am born again, it's your default position. Once you are born, Overcoming victorious path is open. Uh oh. I accept Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. Lord, I will serve Him. I will follow His words. So help me God. You say why? You say that's the path. That's the path of victory. That is automatic. Anybody born of God, the condition is that you must be born of God. 
that has overcome the world, our faith. Now, why do you think faith jumps into the thing? The reason is that you can never say, I am born of God out of a vacuum. Let me explain. You can't just get up and say, I'm born of God. No, you must do something. And what do you do? By faith, you confess Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior and declare yourself a sinner in need of redemption. That faith makes you born again. And he said, once you are born again, you are automatically a recipient of victory. That doesn't make sense. So he says, now, to say whoever is born of God overcomes the world, let me tell you what really overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world. What is the victory? My education. What is the victory? My money. What is the victory? My faith. My intelligence. No. What is the victory? My faith. My friends. No. What is the victory? My faith. My parents. No. What is the victory? My faith. My family. No. What is the victory? My faith. Let me tell you, we have to establish the truth. The truth of victory is that your faith in Christ Jesus automatically propels your life towards a position of victory. And if I have men and women in this house who believe in what I'm hey, saying, hey, hey, if you believe in what I'm saying, do I have men and women here who believe yes. what I'm saying? Just give me that scripture. Christ in the hope of glory. Give it to me. You might know it. If you don't know it, I'll suck you. You might know it. Let us go, one go. To them, God willed to make known that are the riches of the glory of his mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Which is Christ in me, the hope of the hope. This is why I love Pensa. Ah, Matole Kadi, sir. Listen, ah. I would die loving Pensa. God, God bless you, sir. I love Pensa. God bless you, sir. I mean, I love Pensa. You, you meet your friend and he say, Christ in you. I mean, I that. You understand your, that, that great salutation? You understand it? Why are you worried? Why are you worried about what will happen to you when you finish school? I say, Christ in you. He said, ah, I'm going to feel Christ in you. The hope of glory. 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 So having understood this principle, tomorrow, I am going to take a text from First Samuel. I'd like all of you to go home tonight and go and read First Samuel 17. Just read the entire text. I am going to walk you through additional principles. I'm saying, I'm establishing the base. The base is that Jesus is the altar of victory. Come on, say, he's the altar. He's the altar. Uh, he's the altar. He's the altar. Come on, say, he's the altar. He's the altar. Say it again, say it again, say it he's again. He's the altar. 
end. I like us to end on this text yes. for tonight. Oh, how many of you are bringing somebody tomorrow? 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 Lama yakona masianda la barabara Colossians 2 Let's read from verse 14 Mama lo baba Maybe let's go to 13 Let's go to 13 Then we'll read up to 4 to 15 Let's go one go And you, you being be dead, dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh. Mm -hmm. right. Let's go on. Together with your mother. Mm. Together with your boss. No. Mm. So why do you worry so much when some people are messing you up in life? For example, you were first yoked to Christ yes, sir. before any other person. Yes, sir. Please, you have to understand that. Come and say, I am yoked, I am yoked, yoked to, Christ to Christ before anybody. Before anybody. He said, he made you alive together with him. Not together with your mother or father. You are first made alive to Christ, to God. That is the base. That is the first thing. All right, let's go. Having what? Having forgiven all trespasses. Trespass. Let's go. 14. Having wiped out the handwriting. Oh, read, read, read. Having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us. That was for us or against us? Against us. For us or against us? Against us. For us or against us? Against us. Let's go on. Which was contrary to us. And he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it on the cross. Okay, 15. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them. Transfer over them in it. He, he did one. He did one. He did one. Other way, he did one. He made them a public spectacle. Mercy. So Jesus is our victory. Hallelujah. Come on, say Jesus is our victory. Jesus is our victory. Say Jesus is my victory. Jesus is my victory. Say it again. Jesus is my victory. Jesus is my victory. Say it again. Jesus is my victory. Jesus is my victory. He triumphed over them. The NIV says, look at how the NIV ends in the verse 15. Come on, say the cross. The cross yes, was meant for sinners, wicked men, mm. evil men. When you are nailed on the cross, you are cursed. Mm. And yet all those who were nailed on the cross and those who were nailed on the cross never came back. Mm. They died in their sins. But Jesus, Hallelujah. having been nailed on the cross, or having been made, if you like, a disgrace on the cross. He disarmed by the same cross principalities. Hallelujah. Powers. Hallelujah. Triumphing over Hallelujah. them. By the same and you cross. know what he did? Mm. He gave an example to us on the cross that two wicked men were to be destroyed by the same cross. Mm. 
but he passed on the same victory to one of them. Hallelujah. When the guy said, Came the cross, May the victory be passed on to you. In the name of Jesus, I decree victory. I decree victory. I decree victory. From the east to the west. Hallelujah. I decree victory. From the north to the south. I decree victory. Right above your head. I decree victory. Under your feet. I decree victory. When you go to bed, I decree victory. When you are going to when I decree victory. When you close from where I decree victory. When you have money or you don't have money, I decree victory. Whether you are sick or not, I decree victory. Christ in you. glory. So he passed on the victory. Victory, yes sir. Yes sir. That is the first star. Yes sir. That a man overcame by the cross. Yes, sir. And Jesus said, really? Mm -hmm. You want to come to the He said, yes. He said, most assuredly, tonight, ah. today, hey. this afternoon, ah. this morning, hey. you will be with my me. Yuakose. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, and after he had spoken, he gave up the ghost. I believe that the man died and suddenly he said, Mercy. Eh? You haven't gotten there yet. Oh. Why are you so much broken and, and tired of seven principles on victory? Once you have the base in Christ, Hallelujah. I will set seven other yes. principles on it for you. Ah, lift mm. up your hands. Pray and thank you. Rebonde kavavranda kuze baliantala rabana manana sabagabada bada 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 bada